Hello, my name is Rebecca May Johnson. I'm a writer and cook, and this is my Substack. This week's newsletter is a diary entry about a conversation that I had about recipes and eating while I'd been forgotten in a lobby. A new favourite recipe made after my friend Angela cooked it for me, and eating notes. Also, my first book, Small Fires, an Epic in the Kitchen, was published just over a week ago. The book has received some wonderful reviews in The Observer, The Sunday Times, The iPaper and The New Statesman if you're interested in finding out more. Also, for those of you based in the UK, I'm going on tour in the next few months. If you're interested in these events, tickets are available via the venues, which I will share via social media or you can look them up online. They should be lots of fun and I have some wonderful conversation partners lined up. Please come, I'd love to meet you. Recipes in the lobby. In the lobby of the building, there is a portrait of the queen on the wall. It is very small, hung in the corner as you come in and has a narrow, cheap looking gilt frame. The portrait is a tiny kitsch relic in this vast marble mausoleum for giants room. But even though in the corner, it is the only real detail in this space. And so the portrait must be more significant than its corner allocation would suggest. I tell the security guard my name, but it's not on the list. I tell him I will text the person who invited me into the building. What are you meeting about? He asks. I have a book out next week, I say. Oh, what's it about? He asks. Food and cooking, I say. Oh, he says, excited. I've got some recipes. I like to make a stir fry with chicken and bring it to work. I cut up some chicken, fry it, then add garlic and chilli, then some of those mushroom stir fry packets. I said, that sounds so nice, and it can be hard to find food that makes you feel good at work. Then he said, yes. I used to get ready meals from Tesco, but that wasn't good for me, and rubbed his stomach. My doctor said, all you're tasting with that is salt. I said, yes, they do sometimes add more salt to hide the fact they're not putting in enough other things to make it taste nice. I said, what you're cooking sounds great, he continued. Well, I used to work in one of the casinos doing surveillance and they have chefs making really gourmet food. I used to watch what they were doing. Then he said that he makes stir fries with raw prawns sometimes too and uses the same method as with the chicken and the mushrooms. Though he doesn't bring the prawns to work because he's not sure about how safe it is to reheat seafood. I thought, yes, if I had a long commute, they might go bad if it was warm. I said I hadn't made a stir fry in a while and would like to try his method. He then said he doesn't eat McDonald's anymore, as if he had been told he shouldn't. I say, I go every few weeks. Then he said, I love filet of fish and I agreed it was great. Then he said, the last time I went was with my granddaughter. I told her it was a secret and not to tell my wife or her mother what we were having for lunch. She had a happy meal 
you know, with a toy or a puzzle. And I had two filio fish burgers. Then, when we got home, my wife saw the toy and asked my granddaughter what she'd had, and she said a Happy Meal, and then asked her what I'd had, and she looked at me and said, He had three filio fish burgers. And my wife said, Right, that's it, no dinner for you. And she didn't let me have any. Oh no, I said, but you'd actually had two. Then our conversation was interrupted by another person who also wasn't on the list to get into the building and the security guard had to phone someone inside and I sat on a bench opposite and looked again at the portrait of the Queen. New favourite recipe. A couple of months ago the writer Angela Hoy made me and writer Simran Hans a meal. Everything was so good we left no trace despite Angela originally thinking that she was cooking for four people before a last minute cancellation. One of the dishes leapt out as something I really wanted to cook myself. A stir fry of tomato and egg. Slightly sweet and acidity from the tomatoes, seasoned with Shaoxing wine and sesame, I think. It was a dish I could instantly imagine taking an important place in my everyday life that I would cook repeatedly. After harvesting tomatoes yesterday, I finally cooked it for lunch, finding a method online at Walks of Life and adapting the quantities for one person. I was a little nervous as I hadn't made it before and was hoping to approximate Angela's delicious dish. But it turned out really well and a great use of home-grown tomatoes, whose sweetness and intensity really came out. Its flavour was affected positively for me by the fact that I made it in a cast iron pan that had leftover bacon fat in it, which I didn't want to waste. But vegetable oil is fine. This is what I did, an annotation of how I made the Walks of Life recipe, but for one person. Ingredients for one. Two eggs. Two to three medium tomatoes cut in half and then sliced into half to one centimetre thick pieces one spring onion finely sliced, one teaspoon of Shaoxing wine, half a teaspoon of roasted sesame oil, one teaspoon of sugar, salt, pepper, a few tablespoons of water, two tablespoons of vegetable oil. How to make. Whisk the eggs really well in a bowl with the Shaoxing wine, sesame oil, a pinch of salt and a grind of pepper. Then slice the tomatoes about half a centimetre to one centimetre thick and finely slice the spring onion. Heat one tablespoon of oil in a non-stick frying pan or wok. When it's really hot, add the egg and fry quickly, scrambling as you do so. And when it's mostly set, remove from the pan and set aside. Heat the second tablespoon of oil and add the tomatoes, spring onion, sugar and another pinch of salt and a tablespoon or two of water and fry for a minute or two turning around in the pan so the tomatoes soften. Then add the eggs and mix everything together and cook for a further minute or so. Check seasoning then serve. I had this with white rice and I was in heaven. I'm already thinking about the next time I will make it. Eating notes. 
the most astonishing and delicious tea of my life with my friend and Vittles colleague, Jonathan, near Postcard Teas, where he used to work. Layers of flavour. Jonathan made me the tea in the shop, then we carried it to a nearby courtyard. Then, after a little while, the owner of the shop came with a new pot of tea made from leaves grown in the 1980s, which tasted completely different and which I am not equipped to describe. It was as if 40 years of living had accumulated in the leaves. Late afternoon sandwiches at an Italian cafe on Charlotte Street in London with my friend Rachel, her son Luca and partner Vincenzo before my book launch event at the LRB bookshop. I had mortadella, mozzarella and artichoke and a quinotto to drink. It was the late afternoon and the owner's kids were doing drawings on the table next to us. Sam and I shared a portion of chips from our local fish and chip shop, which cooks in beef dripping. We each also had a pickled onion. I experimented with condiments. I had half Maggi tamarind sauce and half HP sauce slightly mixed together for dipping my chips in. Very sour and spiced. I like it. Half a pint of IPA and a Calippo orange lolly in a train station bar. A combination I thought worked very well on a humid day. The cool fruitiness of the beer and the icy fruit of the lolly. And finally, a publication day sausage at Fisher's in Marlebone after signing books at Daunt. Thanks for listening.